Welcome to the Strong John Fitness Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you achieve your best body without the BS. We'll cover training, nutrition, basically everything you need for a successful fitness journey, and we'll have some fun along the way. I'm your host, John Vlahoinakos. Let's get into it. What's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. I can't believe, you know, it's episode 39, 39. Um, and if you, if you've been following me on social media, which, you know, if you aren't already, you know, strong John fitness is the handle. John is spelled with no H, uh, cause I'm cool like that. I was in, um, I was in, uh, Seattle or more specifically Renton, Washington this past weekend. And, um, it was great. It was, uh, it was nice to kind of get out of my little bubble here in my basement dungeon office gym space and you know connect with a ton of other fitness professionals and just soak it in uh the speakers that were at the summit this weekend was incredible um just a name drop you know luca hosovar don saladino doc jen dana santis just a ton of people it was it was pretty incredible um got to sit down with with and meet a, a ton of great people and you know even even the quote unquote influencers that you'd call them with 500,000, whatever followers, they're really down to earth people. The ones that I met, which is, which is amazing to see. Um, but yeah, something that was talked about, um, and you know, can, can happen to a lot of people outside of the fitness industry is, is shiny object syndrome, right? You, you see like in online coaching sense. So you see that one coach is doing something. She's like, Oh, that looks cool. I should try that. Or you know, oh that that's oh they're doing PDFs okay maybe I'll try that oh that person's doing this type of coaching oh maybe I'll try that so like from a coach's perspective it's really easy to get wrapped up in you know kind of what everyone else is doing and you know social media makes that easier for that to happen if you're following as a fitness coach myself if I'm following you know fifty other coaches which I probably have more on my feed you know it's really easy to get wrapped up in what everyone else is doing now. You know, most of you listening to this, you know, don't work in fitness, aren't a coach, whatever. But this directly applies to you. Shiny object syndrome is literally one of the biggest issues that people have when it comes to transforming their body, getting healthier, getting in great shape, feeling better, and being consistent in the long term. Because, you know, you can have the greatest program in the world by the best coach of all time, you know, other than me. <laughs> um, but if you don't stick to the program, it's not going to do anything for you. Right. And that's, that's where, you know, inconsistency is a lot of people's issue and shiny object syndrome is part of that problem, right? Comparing yourself to celebrities, you know, doing what the rock's doing, you know, we're, uh, we're not, the, you're not the rock. I'm not the rock. Um, you know, he might be a touch bigger than me, but you know, his lifestyle is different than mine. So why am I trying to do what he's doing? Other fit pros, same thing. Right. What I'm doing for my fitness isn't necessarily going to work for you in your fitness journey. And that's fine because we are all individuals and you need something individualized to you. And shiny object syndrome becomes this thing where, you know, the grass is almost greener on the other side. You see something, it looks awesome. You don't know if it, it you know, it looks like it's working for the other person. So you start it. So like, for example, let's say you saw your favorite Instagram person online doing their workouts. So you're like, okay, that workout looks awesome. I want to start doing those. 
right? It's, it's a random workout. You know, you don't necessarily know how to work it into your schedule or into your training kind of structure, but it takes away from a personalized approach for yourself. Another example, easy one, you know, a coworker started taking the supplement and you know, they said you should take it too, cause it helps with the weight loss and this and this and this all of a sudden, but you know, that's such a small part of it. And just because they're taking a supplement, a, it doesn't mean the supplements doing anything because most supplements don't do anything in terms of fat loss for sure. You know, you don't have to necessarily follow what your friend's doing. Your friend could have completely changed their diet, altered their calories, changed their training. And again, it's, that's their journey. That's not yours. Every so often there's a new diet trend, new diet program, new something rather that, you know, claims all these results are going to happen, blah, 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 whatever. But it's all just marketing. Literally any new product trend that you're hearing about, it's marketing. It doesn't mean it's better than other things. It doesn't mean that it's going to work for you, right? If you're already on a fitness journey, I know it's very easy to get frustrated. And sometimes you'll think that things are not working. And I understand that, but that's part of the journey. When it comes to changing your body, losing body fat, building muscle, and keeping those results long-term, which is the hardest part for most people, you're going to have times where you're going to look in the mirror and feel like you haven't done shit. I'm just being honest. You're going to look in the mirror and feel like, you know what? Nothing is working for me. What am I doing? You're, you kind of have these thoughts and it happens, but that doesn't mean you need to completely change direction. When you have those thoughts, literally all you need to do is stick to the program that you're on. If you don't have a program, get one, find a coach, find a program, find a structure, find something to follow. I've talked about this ad nauseum, random workouts do not work for long-term results. I promise you this. So instead of jumping from workout to workout, diet to diet, program to program, supplement, find one process, one thing that you can stick to for the long-term and stop jumping shit because you're not going to be able to really quantify results. You're not going to know if you're getting stronger in your training. If you have no consistent training program, if you're jumping diet to diet, chances are you're not really aware of how many calories you're eating in the first place because diets, quote unquote, you know, you can't see my fingers right now, quote unquote diets aren't meant to teach you how many calories you're eating. They're just meant to have you eating a specific list of foods and not eating a specific list of foods, which you know, just further creates a poor relationship with food. And that's not what I want for anyone. Right? I had a chat with uh, shout out to my client, Mindy, who made the trip all the way to Renton from Alaska originally, which is incredible to see her. But we talked about um, Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers is one of the only programs I can kind of get behind in a sense. But then she started describing the breakdown of how it works and they still demonize and make you feel bad for certain foods. Like you'll, they're based on point system. And you know, veggies are like a point, fruits are a point. And like, I think a burger is probably like three or five. So you start off with a certain amount of points and you can only eat foods to stick within those points. So when we were chatting, it was like, they probably definitely, you know, come up with a calorie total based on the points they're giving you, which is probably like around 1200. That's usually it's, it's super restrictive, but in the same token, you know, if someone sees that doesn't know anything about calories, like, okay, veggies and fruits are one point. Awesome. I have 30 points for the day. 
I'm going to eat fruits and vegetables all day, which, you know, isn't the worst thing because everyone could use more fruits and vegetables in their diet, but that doesn't tackle protein. It doesn't tackle healthy fats and you can eat too many calories from eating fruit all day. Don't kid yourself. Smoothies and juices and stuff. You can overeat fruit for a day. So again, the point system is good, but it doesn't give you that education around why you're eating certain foods and how much food you're actually intaking based on the calories and forget macronutrients because they're not talking about that at all. And I think, you know, we're programmed or conditioned to not really think about protein much. Think of any food guide. And most of my listeners are from Canada and the U.S. Your food guide protein requirements or standards are super low. They're way too low. Nobody, the average person doesn't need 50% of their diet to come from carbohydrates at all. The average person does not move enough, does not exercise enough, is not choosing, you know, healthier options of carbohydrates to stack that much into their diet. I think the, I think the food guide's like, I think it's like 50% carbs or 60% carbs, 30% fat and 15 to 20% protein, which 20% protein is a good starting point. But if you're trying to change your body composition, trying to build muscle, trying to lose body fat, protein is your best friend. If you follow me on Instagram, post I made yesterday, all about protein, how to get more of it, go check it out. But this is just some of the stuff that I love doing what I do because I love to educate, and I'm kind of getting off the topic here, educate as to why we're doing things. So when it comes to shiny object syndrome, the grass is never greener on the other side. Same thing, it's like program hopping. It's the same thing, right? This new supplement that's coming out, whatever it is, it's not going to make a difference for you. It's not going to be the game changer, the game breaker that you're looking for. You know what the biggest game changers are in your fitness journey? Consistency, discipline, and patience. No bullshit. You can want to break that down into like more quantifiable things. Hitting a specific calorie target on a daily basis and more so weekly basis. Getting adequate protein for your diet. And I'm saying 30% minimum. Is, is ideal for most people. Sleep, <laughs> one of the most overlooked things of this whole journey. And, and, and new parents, you know, you don't, it doesn't apply, right? New parents, you're not getting sleep. This is a phase of your life where <laughs> you're just clawing for survival. And I get that. I've been there twice. But for the average individual, you know, you need to sleep. You need to turn off the TV, set a reverse alarm at night, telling yourself, look, get ready to wind down turn off the electronics and go to bed early. One more episode of your favorite Netflix show, whether it's sex education or squid game or whatever other else people are watching these days. I don't, I don't really know. It's not going to help. It's not going to benefit your life one way or another sleep. Okay. And your water intake, water intake, again, something overlooked, you know, you need it. Bottom line, both for your body to run properly, you know, to help with your, your hunger, to help just with bloating, just a little everything. And train. And train with a purpose and train with a program and a plan. You know, and I know I harp a lot on hit workouts and circuit workouts and YouTube workouts and random workouts. And I don't mean to really offend anybody with it, but at the same time, I know, I sound like a dick. I know what I'm talking about in a sense. 
right? The random workouts, they, they provide nothing but a sweat. And sweat is not an indicator of a good workout. Sweat is not an indicator of progress. And the thing that most people don't tell you when it comes to hit workouts, circuit workouts, all that stuff that's more cardio-based, you get super efficient at it, which is a bad thing. That's why cardio is not a good, like focusing on cardio only is not a good decision for long-term fat loss because you become so efficient at it. Your body adapts very quickly and burns less calories over time doing the same workout. That's something to keep in mind. If you're just searching for a calorie burn, that ain't it. It's not going to do the trick. You probably feel good and exercise is great. I'm not knocking exercise in general. But if you have certain body composition goals, you want to lose fat, you want to shed 20 pounds, but you want to build some muscle at the same time. You want the tone, you want the definition. You want to be able to next summer, dudes, not take your shirt off, go to the beach, no matter what, you feel great. Ladies, pick whatever bathing suit bikini you want and feel amazing in it. It takes time. you got to start this kind of stuff now. But you need structure. You need a structured training program. You don't need to be program hopping or workout hopping to get there. It's not going to help. That's why. And some of my some of my trainer friends might come at me for this. I strongly dislike swipe workouts on Instagram. Because while I understand the coaches posting them to help people give them workout ideas, the end user, this might be you listening to this, takes those swipe workouts and makes them a part of their day completely disregarding any other training you've been doing. Like if I'm doing an upper lower split, upper body two days, lower body two days, and I see my favorite influencer doing an, a, a, a swipe workout, it's back day. I'm not going to go and jump in like a sick back day. I'm going to jump that in this week. No, that's not part of the program. And when you start messing up with training, you know, there's no way to quantify this stuff. If you're not tracking it, then you lead to under recovering or what people call overtraining. There's all these other factors involved that just they don't help more and more obviously more is never better in your training program and in your fitness journey but just you know if you like seeing the swipe workouts that's fine but i strongly recommend not just using them whenever you feel like it because it won't help more is not better right find a structure that works for you if you if your newsfeed is is full or timeline whatever you want is full of just workouts and workouts and workouts and this and just unfollow a bunch of people or mute them for a while because I think that's part of the problem with shiny object syndrome is people get so distracted by what everyone else is doing that they feel like what they're doing is not enough and that's a big problem big problem one of my clients. She's in her check-in on Monday. She said, I worked 60 hours plus school. And this woman has kids. 60 hours plus school. And I only got two workouts in with a sad face. And I was like, what? Are you kidding? And But like in my response to her, I was like, you need to celebrate that shit. Two workouts with a 60-hour work week plus school plus kids and mom duties. Like, that's amazing. Just, just little mindset things like that. So, you know, I, th- I know this episode is kind of all over the place, but the point being leaning towards other people's, you know, diet, training, supplements, distracts you from your own diet and training and essentials 
to change your body composition, get in great shape, whatever it is. The essentials being, we talked about it, sleep, hydration, and you can even throw in stress management there. You need to focus on your own journey. If you don't have a coach guiding you along and you've never had a coach, like a real coach guiding you along the entirety of the process, you need to get one. And like I said, I've said a few episodes now, if I'm not your cup of tea, that's cool. I know a ton of other coaches that I'm confident in sending you towards because I know they take good care of you. Just DM me. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not in this to hog clients and stuff. I want the best for each individual. Every call I have with someone, it's to see if we're a good fit to work together. Because if we're not, then we're not. And that's cool. Like I'm not here to work with everybody. But I think that's what most people miss is the actual support, guidance, structure, accountability for their results. And the coach should be educating you along the way. You shouldn't be just following the program blindly. Educating you why you're doing these things, why protein is important, why your training is the way it is, why you shouldn't do more cardio, just things like that. I mean, the bottom line, I'll wrap it. I don't want to keep it too long, but have a plan and stick to it as best you can. That that's that's basically the message here. It's always tempting when you see new things come out or you see your favorite people doing stuff. It's tempting to assume that the grass is greener on the other side, and I'm, I promise you, it's not. I tell this to my clients every so often. Fitness, <laughs> long-term fitness results are not sexy. They're repetitive and potentially boring because you just end up living a lifestyle. It's not this, it's not an exciting process all the time. I'll tell you flat out. And you know, it's, it, that's not sexy to say. It's not cool to say, you know, fitness is boring, but literally it can be really repetitive and you can call it boring if you want, but the exciting stuff that you see online all the time, that's not indicative of a long-term fat loss or fitness strategy. It's not. Fitness and maintaining your results, your physique results. If you want to lose 20 pounds, you want to keep those 20 pounds off for good. For good. You got to embrace some of the suck, some of the repetition, some of the boring moments. Because I'm telling you, it's not going to be exciting all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think social media has warped our brains into assuming that fitness is this fun, exciting process every day. Every minute of the day, all the time, it's great, pumped. It's not. I'll tell you firsthand. Someone who's been doing this for first time I was in, in the gym, was 14. 18 years. Shit. I'm getting old. But you know what I mean? Like I've been I've I've done this. I've had periods of time where I didn't work out for six months. I had periods of time where I was the most consistent person for over years. And there are days when I didn't want to do shit. That's part of the journey. When you trust the process, trust the plan you're on, have discipline, be consistent, be patient, your results happen. Stick to the program, trust it. If you have a coach, trust your coach. Just put in that work, show up for yourself. Not going to be perfect, but show up for yourself. I'm going to leave that one there. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please let me know. Leave me a review, Apple Podcasts. You know, if, if you thought this was five star, that's cool. If you thought it was two star, I guess that's cool too. But uh, yeah, share this with a friend. Tag me on Instagram at Strong John Fitness. I'd love feedback on these podcasts. If you have topics you want me to talk about, you know, 
links are in the show notes. If you want to send me an email, you want to message me on Instagram, whatever it is, I'm open to communication. I'm open to new ideas all the time. If you have a collaboration idea, you know, I have a few people in the mix ready to go. Actually, probably for the almost the rest of the year, I have quite a few people kind of getting lined up and scheduled pretty soon. I'm excited about that. And uh, thanks so much for being here. We'll talk to you on the next one.